assassinations I have ever seen. What a horrible weekend of footy. Cold, dark, gloomy and dull, and that was just the mood in the office after Nick lit up social media with Hawthorne posts, making sure we were all aware we're in for a big week of bragging. Clarko's men rolled up their sleeves and took a giant dash through the snow, while the pies were just warm enough for their fans to enjoy. Connor thrilled his Port Adelaide supporters sitting in row A to row Z, and the Bombers flew down to new lows with the dogs barking loud under the roof roof. Northwalk were more disgusting than my puns. The Tigers splashed their way to victory. West Coast darling forward kicked his side to a win and the Saints kept the faith in the final moments to register a holy win. Hopefully this podcast is a bit more exciting than round 21. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is James Sarber. I'm joined by very happy Nick Guglielmino after Friday night's win for the Hawks in the snow. Nico, tell us how you're feeling. Good as always, Jimmy. As always, no, yeah. you've been down the last few weeks. I feel not really. And look at this, we've got a nice view to look out to. We do. New Show, Melbourne showing us what it has to offer. Yeah, what clouds? Yeah, and gloomy a nice skies. grey sky. You love snow Beauty. now and bad weather after Friday night's I performance. Do. The Hawks are the best snowy weather team in the comp, James. How yeah. does that make you I feel? I know. Yeah, well, that's great. That was amazing, though. That night was it like, amazing. Like watching the snow fall, I was actually in awe of what was going on. <laughs> I actually was. Oh, I've was, never seen snow before. I know it was. Um, yeah, you, it was amazing. Yeah, and I was actually watching that game in a, in a pub. And um, yeah, my mate, we were all looking. And I said to I said turn to my mate and I said, "Mate, is it snowing?" Because oh, he goes, you I couldn't, hear the, couldn't commentary, hear the commentary. Right, and he goes, yeah. "No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, that's just hail. That's <laughs> no, hail." No and then we, well, I went on social media, and it just went into meltdown with yeah, all the all the so puns excited. about snow. And no, that was great. Yeah, really it was good, good for you. Uh, it was a shocking game, though. Um, but hopefully this show's yeah. a bit better than the game. Um, the tweets this week, Nico, you'll yep. start us off. We had a few people get involved with the show. Hashtag Podcast. We did, and we start off with Luke P. Lukey P. And he says, Yes. An alleged flag contender beats the worst side in the league by less than three goals. Will be out in straight sets. Sets hashtag AFL D's and pies. So he's always talking about the pies there. Well, yeah. Well, they have to make top four to be out in straight sets first. But, um, <laughs> exactly. And I'd say probably the second worst side in the comp behind. Behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was that, a bit harsh there. Old I don't Ricky, think he was harsh. You know, on Saturday I did that game. I thought it was that was terrible. That was a, a terrible game to watch. It was yeah. a boring game. But in terms of Collingwood going forward. Their structure wasn't there. And I know they're missing Dugowie, they're missing Stevenson, they're missing Darcy Moore, mm. who are three big key players, if they want to go and win the flag. But I just thought mm. they needed to show more. I did, They were playing keepings off, chipping it around, waiting for their moment to go forward. They had a couple of bursts of, uh, I don't know, inspired footy, but it wasn't much for me. I mean, for me personally, I don't. if Collingwood are playing this way, even with those inclusions, yeah, I don't see I them... Agree making a big statement in finals. Their their game plan or the way they're playing has to change if they're going to win the premiership. They're not going to win the flag playing that sort of footy. No No way. No, I don't think so. Um, Nico, there's another one from Tim Woodward. Surely Woosher is gone now and you've been pretty critical of Essendon and Woosher in the the last few weeks so you can probably comment on this one. I was saying this well before the weekend. I've been saying this most of the year. I I do not rate Woosher as a coach. I think his coaching style is outdated. Wowee. It's outdated, and I don't like... What don't you I, like I, about I, I never thought Essendon was a top 18. What Even at the like start of the it? year in the hype. I just... Look, they're, they're, there's no defense 
they don't play good defense. So they play, they play one way, don't they? They, they play, do. They've only got one game style. And they, yes, they can be quick. Yes, they can be very attacking and exciting to watch. But when teams figure them out or pull pressure on them, they crack. And there's no plan B. There's no plan I, B. I yeah. don't. Nah. They might have been I, relying I think... too much on the interceptors rather than Look, a full defensive structure. And when Hurley's not there as well, yeah, it's very hard, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you got to you got to ask the question: Is Wusha going to be a premiership coach for Essendon? Do you see him lifting up a, the cup on the podium on Grand well, Final? I think the day? thing that saved him at the moment, I feel, is that you would have said the same thing about Luke Beveridge. Would he lift up a I cup? I definitely would have no. said yes. Well, a lot of people didn't think so. In well, he was a young coach or, or a budding team. Of course. Who knows? Well, and Damien Hardwick as well. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't as yeah. experienced as Wooshar. But at the same time, you look at those coaches and go, oh, you know, were they going to bring their team up? You, you wouldn't well, think so. right now you wouldn't think if, so. If they miss finals, he's gone, Yeah, basically. Every year they get... The, I feel sorry for the Essendon supporters. You don't feel sorry for No, them. no, I it. really do. Because every year there's that hype, you know, we're going to make finals... We're going to, you know, win a final, make top four. It doesn't happen. I know, it hasn't happened for a long time. What is it, 15 years now? Since they won a final. And, and yes. Sanderland's retiring. He was the last player on, a, on the 2019 list of any pl- any club to have played against Essendon in a final. Yeah, that's, that's it's sad. <laughs> it is sad. It, it is really is. Sad. And they deserve better than the Essendon fans. Nico, I'll go with the next one. Yeah. Um, Ruffy getting a send-off game. Thank God. Would have been an uproar if he didn't get one. That was from Daniel Hughes. Look. I agree. I do yeah, I do think I, I wanted him to play, but if he didn't get a send-off game, you know, we're, we're pretty used to it. Cyril didn't get one. Hodge did, but Mitchell well, didn't. Cyril Lewis was a different didn't. case, I feel. I know, but it would have still been, like, even a lap of honour or something. Hawthorne yeah, yeah. fans didn't get anything. Well, that's, I think they've still got the hope that it... Well, not anymore, but they had the hope that he'd come back. It was just a period of stepping maybe. away from the game. But Mitchell and... Uh, Sammy Mitchell they, and Jordan yeah, Lewis didn't get one. But they went to other clubs, mate. I know, it's but not still, the same. like, a lap of honour or something. Just say... Just a chance to say goodbye and thank you. We didn't get that. Thankfully, we get one for Ruffhead, and it, Sunday night should be good. Yeah, it's great. And I'm happy that he gets one because he deserves one. And yeah. I think if he didn't get one, like like Daniel Hughes said, it would, there would have been an uproar because you, you wanted that... I mean, if, if he didn't get a game like yeah. that, people would have... Against the Suns. I mean, geez, yeah. if they weren't playing the Suns, maybe you could understand. But he yeah. had to get well, one. Well, I said on Monday, he, he might not get one. And even he said in the yeah. press conference, he's like, you know, I wouldn't have cared if I didn't get one. Yeah, so. I don't think he would have cared, to be honest. But it's not yeah. just... A, I know it's, it's saying that, but about his, it gives his... The yeah, fans and his family fans. to give an opportunity to say goodbye. So, yeah. Hopefully it goes to script and we win. <laughs> oh, mate, something horrific would have to happen if it doesn't go to script. Yeah. Okay, and Patrick Casey, he also tweeted in. He said, Cats in another snore fest. That won't stack up in finals. I mean, they got the, they oh, got and the, the weather win. didn't go against them. Oh, didn't help them. It didn't help them, but North Melbourne, the way they played, didn't help them either. I mean, yeah. they wanted that to be a slow, congested game, and that's exactly they what they got. Um I don't think so. Cats played a little, yeah. the same way at the start of the year and were winning games. So yeah. I don't think it's their game style. Like I said last week, it's the contested ball yeah. that get when it's low, they lose games. When it's high, they win games. That's the key indicator for them. They can get up and, and yeah. win, win it at the source in finals. I don't think they'll have a problem. But are they playing like a top team? The top of the ladder side? They're Probably running not. out of steam. They're not playing like a top four side. I'd say. Top of the ladder. Top are they the playing? Ladder. Are they playing as the best team in the comp? Well, they're not at the no. moment. No. Um, yeah. And judging by form, yeah, can they win it? Probably not by form, but I still, like no. I said, they've Who shown knows? enough. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hashtag Footy Mates Podcast. Please get involved with the show. Send us your tweets. Yep. Nico, a few things were on your mind over the weekend. You messaged me a little bit and you were talking <laughs> footy. You are up and, and you about. Never, you because never replied. I never replied because no. I don't on the weekends. I'm closed for business. <laughs> but a few things I said, look, just mention to me in the podcast. What was it? Okay, James. Yep. Leon's Cameron, Leon Cameron's position should be under consideration if GWS failed to win a final. I agree. Yes, Jimmy! I agree. Yeah. Okay, because they've done it on a few occasions. I mentioned this on Monday. Yep. On Friday, it was abysmal. It was horrible. The attitude... They were missing a few players. They were missing a few players, but that, that doesn't... You can control things, Nico. You can control attitude. Yeah. You can control intent. You can control those uh, mental factors, yep. and they had nothing there on, on Friday night. Yep. It was terrible. Clarko prepared his men perfectly, embraced the conditions... Uh, there's been too many occasions where GWS have fallen off mentally. Uh-huh. And so if it becomes a theme, which it has become a theme, I think he'll be... Yeah. There's questions about Leon Cameron's ability to get his players up. Yeah. And so. come finals time, they should have Himmelberg, Canelio, Kelly all back in the lineup. Finn that, Layson. That's fine. Um, so if they do, they'll have a f- almost yeah, fully fit exactly team. like you're saying. There's no yeah. excuses. Is that what you're trying yeah, to... That's yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Yeah. They should be winning the final at least. 100%. Nick, I had questions as well. My yeah. first one mm-hmm. out of three is Carlton's performance against the Tigers helps David Teague's case for a contract rather than hinders it. I agree. Yes, Jimmy! You agree. So even though they lost, it helps his his, um, yeah. his case for a contract? Yeah. I like, I like the way Carlton aren't giving up on games. And we saw this against West Coast as well. Yeah. Um, they might not be in the same class as their opponents. They've obviously gone up against the two premiership favourites in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they're, they're competing. And that's what you'd want to see from... Like, that's what Carlton supporters yep. would want to see. So, yeah, I, I, it's definitely not a poor performance. Not, I don't think anyone would be expecting Teague to get the job done against yep. Richmond at the MCG on a wet day. So... Um, yeah, I think it's done his case no harm yeah, at all. Definitely, I agree with the West Coast one, especially last week. I don't know if they embraced the um, the rainy conditions well. Uh, they were playing a, the same style of football mm. as they would in the dry. So I don't think you know they were chipping it sideways. They were waiting for the switch. They were keeping possession. But I don't think you do that in wet weather footy, yeah. and it costs them a little bit. So I think if he can adapt to those conditions, I think um, he'll be fine, and he, he's the right man for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, James, Essendon players whiting their hair mm. or bleaching it yeah. indicates a sign of weakness or lack of sternness in the club's cult- culture, <laughs> which Mark Robinson was alluding to. Um, he I, said whiting, but I think yeah. you meant bleaching. Yeah. Yeah. I, I disagree. Tell him he's dreaming. Um, Robbo should not be commenting on hair because he doesn't have any, and I don't, I don't think that I don't think that indicates that whatsoever. To be honest, I mean um, they can do whatever they want with their hair if that's the style. It's you know players go through a phase of getting tattoos or dyeing their hair or doing this and that, and I don't think that you can say oh it's club culture they're yeah, worried too much about their jealous. hair. I think when uh, when something bad happens like that, like that loss on the weekend, yeah. people search for excuses as to oh, why. For sure. And you're sure. clutching at straws there if you're going to say, yeah, you know, their it's their hair or it's that that's the reason yeah, why. It was, a bit, it was a bit of a strange one. It was from a Robbo. very strange one, especially coming from Robbo. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, I disagree with that. <laughs> Nico reports say, uh, state that Dale Thomas won't be offered a contract next year by the Blues. Should the Suns approach him? Sorry, I'll rephrase it. The Suns. <laughs> the Suns should approach him. Um, Sometimes I'm terrible at this game. 
Gee, it's a tough one. Uh, I don't agree. Tell him he's dreaming. I don't agree. <laughs> so you disagree? I, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> James, I think I do think the Suns need experienced players, but I don't think Dale Thomas is one of them. No? No. They need they need players who... I don't know. But you don't Show think he lifts the leadership? culture? No, you don't know? You no, don't think? I don't think so. Okay. They need someone who can actually take games by the scruff of the neck and get you over the line. Yeah. They show that sort of leadership, you know. Uh, Leading by example. I don't think, yeah, yeah but he's, obviously his body's not going to allow him to do that, but in terms it, of a mentality thing or... Just to have it around the club. Yeah, do you think that would help? I mean, anything would help him at this point. I don't know. Do you reckon Daisy is that sort of player, though? I don't think so. I don't know. I was asking you Like, question. I don't know what he's like inside a club. I don't know what his character I mean, is. Obviously, he's a bright and outgoing person, but... I mean, from reports, he's he, a, like he, he's he's a no, well-loved person at the club, and I don't yeah. know if he can bring people together. But on the maybe. field, he, he's no Luke Hodge he, that he offered to of Brisbane. Of course, but, but he has he has had a pretty good season, yeah. um, to be honest. And I, he's, he's done I well think on the I think there'll be players out there um, that Gold Coast will go for first ahead of someone like Daisy Thomas. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'd still pick up the phone. I'd call anyone at this stage if I was a <laughs> Of course you would. Yeah, Nico, go with your last one. Yeah, Bang. James, last one. Port's prison bar Guernsey is going to return for a couple of games next year to yep. celebrate their anniversary. The AFL should let Port bring it back permanently despite the clash with Collingwood. I agree. Yes, of course. That's their tradition. That's their history. As long as they don't wear it against the Magpies, that's fine. As well, long that's as that's clash. why they that's why they brought in Clash Guns, is exactly. isn't it? I don't think, the Eddie, AFL introduced Eddie close... McGuire's had his say with that, and yeah. uh, he's not a big fan of them wearing the prison bar jumpers. I think they should. That's their culture and that's their history. Let them wear it as long as it doesn't clash. What the hell is the problem? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. No well, yeah. I don't... The whole thing about bringing in clash guns is, is to wear it when you clash. So yeah, I, yeah, mean, I, I, I don't, I yeah, don't see I don't a problem know. with it. Nico, yeah. last one from me. If Nick Nat comes back for finals, the Eagles are unbeatable. Unbeatable is a stretch, but they'll be very hard to beat. Because so agree we, we disagree. We, I agree. You agree they'll be unbeatable then? Semi-unbeatable. No. Okay, no, okay, fine. I'll, I'll okay. disagree. Okay, disagree. I'll disagree, yeah. but if you know he does come back, they will be hard to beat. Yes. All right. Okay. Unbeatable. Better. No one's unbeatable. No matter, even right. if you had an all-star team, yeah. you know, you have to show up on the day, James. But yeah, we, we were talking about his form earlier in the year when he was playing. And even though he was playing about 50, 60% yeah. game time, he was still racking up crazy numbers. Definitely. So yeah, I hope for their sake, he does make a return. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Uh, hashtag footy mates podcast on Twitter. Uh, please let us know what you think and uh, give us some suggestions for next week. Nico, on the weekend, speaking of uh, things we were talking about, I was speaking about this with everyone because yeah. I think he's flown under the radar well and truly. It's yeah. Dion Prestia. And I know, uh, you know, I don't like to talk about Richmond too much. I'll, I it wouldn't be a for... podcast without it. Though. Exactly. I, I would normally wait to the bias minute, but I just want to highlight Dion Prestia. Yeah. In the, in the last six weeks, Dion Prestia has racked up 38 coaches' votes, which is the most of 38. any player. Most of any player. So under him, you've got Bontempelli, Warpool, Nat Fife, and Jack McRae. And when I, I, spoke, up there I spoke about earlier okay. in the year is when players get injured, it uh, leads to opportunities for other players. I don't think if Trent Cochin had those injuries... Dion Prestia would be the player he is right now. Fair enough. So yeah. I think he's played very well. He's, he's stepped up. He's stepped up big time. He's... Yeah. Um, 
just just watch out for him, Nico, for the rest of the year <laughs> and in finals. I know you don't think much of the meatball, but he is a champion. Well, what happens when Cochin returns? Uh, he'll still be there. I know, but is he going to be? Yeah, he still at this will level? be. Yeah, he, he will be. That's he will cool. be. Don't worry. Nice. It'll be interesting to see the Tigers in finals because they're going to have some real vengeance about them. Mm. A point to prove. Now, a point to prove from last year. They're still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was hard to take. It's still hard to take. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it, Nico. Yeah. Tell me what annoyed you on the weekend because you've been talking all week about things that yeah. have annoyed you. But well, it in wasn't particular. Re- it wasn't really on the weekend, James. It was yesterday. Yesterday. And it caused up a bit of a um, fuss on Twitter. <laughs> Gil McLaughlin comes out and declares he hopes to see star free agent Stephen yeah. Canelio remain at GWS. He said. These are his quotes. Yep. I'll be explicit. I want him there. I'd love him to stay. Bang. Gil. Yep. Tell Gil. him. Tell him. This whole free agency thing, it was your idea. You're the one that brought it in. So when a player wants to leave their club yep. and go somewhere else for the opportunity, you cannot be coming out and saying that you want him to stay. Otherwise, you wouldn't have brought in Free agency in the first place. No, I think he's just talking about one player rather than he wants other. Okay, so to what stay. happens with all the Gold Coast players that left? Why doesn't he come out and say <laughs> stuff about Tom Lynch or, or Dion Prestia? I don't know if he was asked about those incidents. Free agency. He was asked specifically about Stephen Keneally, I think. So how is it any of his business? <laughs> he should be supporting players, not pressuring them to stay at their club and yeah. saying, I hope he stays. He should be saying whatever's best for his lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, Shouldn't yeah. he? It's none of his business. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think it's it's pretty unprofessional for uh, Gil, for you, Gil to come out you've... and comment on on that. But I'll tell you why, Nico. He's got an invested interest in GWS, obviously, obviously, because it's his expansion and club, exactly. and he wants that club to su- succeed. Exactly. But obviously, if I was in his and... position, I'd be keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> if I can just highlight how angry you are about this, and can oh. I suggest why oh. you're angry about this? I don't this? even know. It's not because he's coming. Or <laughs> no, I think he's coming. coming on. No. You're about to say it's it as not. well. It's not. I wouldn't care. Do you have... But it's none of his business. Do you have a slight on. fear that because he said that, now Steve <laughs> wants to stay at GWS no. and he's not coming to Hawthorne anymore, no. as you believe he is? No, no, no. Are you sure? I, don't, I think Carlton are leading the race for him, oh, to be honest. that is a silly comment by you. you I well, do. You think I, that oh, mate, Hawthorne are in the box seat. I'd love him at Hawthorne. Of course you would. Anyone would. Anyone would. But, yeah, I think Carlton are in a better position to get him, but that doesn't mean, like, it (laughs) gives every... It doesn't... Gil has no right to be coming out and saying where he wants players to play at. Yeah, I don't think that's... You're the CEO, mate. for him to be making those comments. Yeah, he's not GWS's coach, but he's sounding like one. Come out the back, you idiot! He's fired up as the young man. Yeah, yeah, it was a very strange comment from him. Yeah. Um, Nico... Speaking of strange comments and predictions, let's go with the tips because me and you are actually neck and neck in the office. Yeah, we're, on le- is... we're level points. We're yeah. actually on level points. I got nine out of nine last week. You and did. You what... had to chuck that in there. <laughs> well done. You did. You well, did you, you always say at the start of this segment that I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bad tipper. I know, so I know, I but you did very well last there. week. It was very good. That was my first of the year. It was a good one. Um, James. Yeah. Melbourne Sydney Friday night. This is going to be the this most the boring, boring game, game of, of the year. There should be a floating fixture for the last two or three rounds. There has to be because well, there is for the last round. Well, the last round's great, but this is like on Friday night. Well, you'd rather do something else. Like if you're this Nico, year, if this you're going to go, if you've been swapping right and you get a few yeah. matches, go yeah. go out on Friday night instead of watching yeah. the footy. Well, the, this game was meant to be two top eight sides at the start of the year. Yeah, you would have suspected. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. So. When they made the fixture, but it's just yeah, on Friday night's going to be. Boring. Anyway, I'm tipping the Swans. Oh. 
Yeah, I'll have to dip to Swans as well. This is what happened last time. Yeah. And we thought... It was another... No, it was a Thursday night game they got. What do you Melbourne mean? Melbourne and Sydney. They played each other. Melbourne went over there and yeah, won. Yeah, that's right. And they won. That's yeah, right. Those crooks. Mm. They put these two Thursday and Friday night. Well, because it was a good game last year when like, Heaney yeah, took exactly. that mark. And... Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But it's just annoying. I'm but going Sydney. I'm going to go... Yeah. I'll go Sydney. Um, Carlton and St. Kilda. The battle oh, of the interims. Yeah, another bad game. Uh, no, this will be okay. This will be better because they still both one. want to win. Yeah, of course. And, and, you know, two weeks to go and you've got low clubs actually fighting for a win. It's good to see. Yeah, I'll probably... Yeah, it's two coaches fighting for their jobs, really. Yeah. No, that's um, I thought St. Kilda performed really well last week in the dying stages. Yeah. I don't know about the whole Carlton game in the whole. But yeah, and Carlton have had that never give up attitude. attitude so... Oh, gee, it's a 50-50. It'll go down to the wire, this one, but I'll probably... I'm going to go the Blues. I'm going to go Saints. All right, perfect. Brisbane Um, and Geelong. Bang, Geelong will go up there and win. Brisbane. I'm going Brisbane. Up there, too tough to beat. Adelaide, Collingwood. Adelaide and Collingwood. I don't... Well, Adelaide don't do much for me, but and the Pies have been looking poor as well. Jeez, you know... I'm going Collingwood. I'm gonna I think they'll go, win on the road. I'm going to have to go Adelaide as their last, yeah. their last little effort. To they were decent against the Eagles. They were they only lost by two goals. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But I think, I don't know, something about Collingwood, I think, yeah, they, they want to get informed before the finals. Well, you'd want, they'd want to be getting formed. They wanted to get informed six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, but Adelaide are fighting for that top eight spot too, so they might come out all, all right. guns blazing. North and Port. Port Adelaide. Mm. The Jekyll and Hyde of the comp. Port Adelaide. Yeah, they were good last time. They went to Marvel Stadium against uh, the Dons. So, oh, jeez. No, I think North will respond. All right. Frio and Essendon. Jeez, Essendon have to respond. Speaking of responding, after last week, yeah, it was but terrific. I, I, they're not going to. Fremantle. All right, I'll go Essendon. Richmond and West Coast. I will go the Tigers at the G. Yeah, I think Rich, I'll tip Richmond for the safe pick, but I reckon that'll be a, another good game. GWS and Doggies, uh, keep in mind that Delidio's out and Jeremy Cameron is a maybe. Giants. I mean, Delidio doesn't really Kelly much, will come but... in, Himmelberg will come in, and Himmelberg's very underrated for GWS. No, he's, he's, he's one of the best forwards going around. Um, yeah, I reckon GWS will win over there. They need a response. I'm going to get the Dogs. Nice. It looked very, very good last week. Hawthorne and the Suns, you've got the bye this week. Don't even worry don't, about this one. Don't say that. You've, you've jinxed got the it. bye. Roughhead's playing his last game. You will win <laughs> I'm by a massive forward. margin. Yeah. If you don't, you might and as I'm well. And I'm expecting a You might as well fold if you lose that one. This, that game, I would have suspected about 6,000 to attend. You know, it's a Sunday night, Marvel Stadium, playing against the Suns. You can't... But I reckon, I reckon it's going to be a good crowd. You, yeah, it might be a good crowd. Do you want to put something on that? If you guys lose, like if you lose to the Suns, Nico, and you've been very... Uh, you haven't yeah. been critical of the Suns. You actually like them. You buy a Suns jersey... Oh, yeah. If right. they win. Oh, no. Make, I'm not, come on. I'm not spending 100 You're not bucks. confident in your own in your own team. You don't have to spend I don't, it. I don't make stupid bets. Oh, that's not a Unless stupid bet. Unless you make Surely. a bet. Okay. Or, sorry, if Hawthorne win, you have to buy a Suns Guernsey? No. Oh. Oh, they're going to win. <laughs> I'm that? tipping them to win. Okay, then How what, confident what's, what's your you? side of the I bet? I just want to see if you're confident. I am confident. Okay. I think they'll win. Yeah, I think... Okay, I'd... so you'll buy a Suns jersey if the Suns win. There you go. Right. You've got a little... what, are you going to buy a West Coast Guernsey Rich and loose. I've got a West Coast Guernsey at home. Oh, I do. You traitor. All right. I've got a collection of them, Nick, and you know that. Because <laughs> I like footy. I'm not just one-eyed. All right, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Footy Mates Podcast first. Make sure everyone gets involved in the show. Nico, it's time for your moment. This is the moment. This is the time. 
When the momentum and the moments are in rhyme. This is the moment, and all four are from this week, mate. So nice. Listen up. Exciting. It is exciting. Here we go. This is the moment. Catch after the kickback. Score view. You can't always take the the spoiler's word, Bradley, but he jumped up very aggressively. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, clear. Review complete decision on scoreboard. No, that's not the one, though, though. That's, that's, that's a different, oh, a different one. one. Oh, let's hope they didn't. Let's, let's hope that they, they didn't go on that. The right kick, uh, yeah. Because that was the kick before. Surely not. No, surely not. Oh, I, I'm worried about that, Jono. Do you, do you remember that moment? Uh, <laughs> not really? No, not really. Okay, well, I'll it, give you no. some context to it. So it was... Um, it was in the the Melbourne and Collingwood game, mm-hmm. okay, and there was a score review, mm-hmm. and they review, reviewed the wrong footage, right? Okay, and there was a you didn't see it. Uh, I think news. I did, but I didn't really pay much attention to oh, it. Why? Okay. Because it yeah, got swept uh, under the rug because there were so many other big issues yeah. from the weekend. And I'm pretty used to seeing all this and crap going they, on. So, so, pay so I'll give. So a Collingwood player kicked a goal. Yeah. Um, Brayshaw went to smother. It claimed he smothered it. They went back to look at the footage. They yeah, showed so, a different, like right. the kick before that was clearly oh, touched. Wow! Okay. And they paid it off that. Right. So I was going to ask you who was the Collingwood player to kick the goal, to, oh. which was given a point. So oh, just, uh, yeah, okay. Collingwood goal kicker. My check. It was my check. Oh, and yes. they review, and they reviewed the rough head kick, which was clearly t- it was an embarrassment. Wow. It was the worst we- moment of the weekend. It Jeez. was worse than the Essendon loss. Wow. It was disgusting what they did. All right, Nico. Okay. Next one. You one out of one. This is the moment. Sends it back inside 50, and it is the man playing his 100th game who can take a shot at goal. First player for the 2014 draft to make that 100 game milestone, and he wants a dream start today. Some of the players come from everywhere. You always want to play well in your milestone games. All right, Nico, mm. do you know who had a milestone I, game? I do, but now I've forgotten. And kicked a goal. I've forgotten, but I know. I. Yeah, from yeah. 2014, it was, um, oh my goodness, James. Mm. James, I know who it is. I bet you do. You can work um, out what game it was. It was the Foxtel game, obviously, yeah. with the commentators. Yeah, that was the Sydney game. His last name is two syllables, <laughs> and the second syllable is a body part. <laughs> uh, and the body part is below the waist. Oh. Uh, Oh, that's that helps. <laughs> the body part is part of the leg. <laughs> oh, that does not help me at all. Can I skip? Can the, I just take the body? The, the body part is a knee, and that's the second part. That's the second syllable of his last name. So something knee. knee. Yeah. <laughs> that just makes it more confusing. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. So it's something knee. Is his last name. Well, his last name's two syllables. And the first <laughs> syllable So if you if you did like say you stole my wallet and someone said who did it, I would say blank did it and point to you and say <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to sound like an idiot and say something stupid. Isaac Heaney. Yes, we got there. Oh jeez. <laughs> That, that's a tough one. I was Anakin. thinking knee, so something that had K and double E in it. <laughs> I was like, what? 
So Isaac Heaney oh, kicked the first geez. goal. Bang. All right, I'll work on my clues. Okay, number three. This is the moment. Handball's off. It's got four. Some days, you're just in the right spots at the right time. Kick four in a row. He got the last of the first and all three here. So he's had nine kicks for the afternoon. Four of them are goals. So who kicked four goals in a row on the weekend? Was it um, Charlie Cameron? No, it wasn't. Have another guess because a different game is it obviously a Channel 7 commentary. Uh, so Charlie Cameron wasn't on uh, Channel 7. Uh, okay. Four goals in a row. It wasn't a forward either. It was a very odd... Not odd, but it was surprising. Four mm. goals in a row. I think I know who it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, who could, oh, that's right. Um, Jack Graham. Jack Graham did. Very good. Mm-hmm. Two out of three. Last one. This is the moment. 21 in a row. Yeah, you heard right. 21 goals in a row for the Dogs. So I obviously know what game that was from. Mm-hmm. Essendon Bulldogs, they kicked 21 in a row. Who kicked the 21st goal? Uh, that was Jack McRae. It was Jack McRae. Very good. Three out of four. Not yeah. bad. Just the Isaac Heaney one. Yeah. Right. Good improvement we've shown. Real improvement. Nico, <laughs> speaking of improvement. Yes. Lift this show up with your bias minute. Okay, give it all your bias you can. All right, James. Yeah. I have to talk about Jared Rufford today. Yeah, of course. You Are you going to put the timer on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Otherwise, we'd go for half an hour. Eh? Yeah, exactly. I could go for half an hour no, when I'm talking about Ruffy. You've gone a week so far. Where is it? Alarm. Stopwatch. Bang. Gone. All right, James. I don't think there has been a player that's had to endure more adversity during their football career than Jared Rufford. Mm. Players struggle to come back from injuries, especially big men with knee injuries, Achilles. Yeah. And Ruffett has had both of those. He's had he spent a lot of time out with a PCL. Yeah. He spent a year out with his Achilles and obviously the cancer battle too. Mm-hmm. And he, he just has to be one of the most mentally tough players to ever play the game. Yep. He could have easily retired when he had cancer, when he was going through that battle, and no one would have argued with it. And I think many people were expecting it, to be honest. But he returned, played an extra two or three seasons. 20 seconds. And despite missing all that football, including playing a lot of VFL this year, he still conjured up close to 300 games and just, and kicked just short of 600 goals and walks away with four premierships. He's, he obviously picked his time well to have those stints on the sideline. So he didn't miss any premierships. But what a career. One of the good guys of the AFL who we sorely missed. And he's an absolute Bang. legend. In every sense of the word, Very Jared good. Rufford. Very good. He is, and I can't argue with that, Nico. You know when I did work experience with Hawthorne? Yes. Um, Jared Rufford was an absolute champion. He was always asking me how I was, making yeah. me feel welcome. There was a time where we were giving shorts. It was absolutely pissing down rain. Mm-hmm. Even like Monkhurst, he had shorts on because he always wears shorts. Um, everyone was wearing pants except for him and me because I was given the shorts. And it was raining. And then... Um, yeah, Sammy Mitchell and Chance Bateman was pointing and laughing at me, making me feel real welcome. I do not like Sam Mitchell at all, and you know that, and he did not make me feel welcome at all. But no, Ruffy came up to me yeah. and he said, oh, mate, don't worry, go and get some pants on. Um, don't worry about the sponsors. I said, oh, are you sure? You know, I'm wearing Adidas like trackies because, you know, Puma was a sponsor. back in there, Puma yeah. back he in said, the day. He said, no, no, don't yeah. worry, I'll tell them off. And, he, and I went and got shorts, and I was warm for the rest of the day. But he was a champ. Yeah, and I was he's a the, real the good kind of things that he does. Yeah, He's a bloke. great bloke. Speaking of great blokes, I've got a... A bit of a list today. And Nico, yeah. it is the top five bald players. 
bald. Yeah, bald. <laughs> There's a lot of them. And you know why? You know why I've chosen this sport? It's a special reason. Why? Have a guess. Why? Why would I have bald players? You're going bald. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> why? Oh, because I ran out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone bald players. Yeah. Okay, Nico. Number five of all time, my favorite bald players. Okay. Number five is Mickey Martin. 287 games for North. He was as tough as nails. Reminded me of you. No nonsense. Typical hard defender. What a champion, Mickey Martin. And okay. then he finished off at Carlton. He did okay. I don't think yep. he played a handful of games. 16-odd maybe. I don't know. Yep. Uh, number four is Paul Chapman. Chappie. Chappie 251 games. 336 goals. Three yep. flags. And a Norm Smith. And a best and fairest. Yeah. What a champ. Great skills. Bit of a hothead. Yeah, we literally, know how good he was. He was literally a, a hothead when it got sunny, you know, yeah. burn, burn the scone a little bit because he was bald <laughs> as a badger. And he was he was a champ, Jappy. Great he player. Was. Number three, your favourite, Barry Hall, considered one of the best Jeez. forwards of the modern era. 746 goals yep. in 289 games for Saints, Sydney and the Doggies. 11-time leading goal kicker for all Australians and the 2005 I'm Premiership captain. I'm surprised you went Barry Hall over Paul Chapman. I'd just rather... I like those forwards, those tough forwards, and he was a highlight reel, well, Barry yeah, Hall, you got especially with his, tough right. but I, I think his punches. I love Chappie, I thought. Yeah, I didn't... One of the I don't know. I great ones to play I, in terms I, I, of skills and yeah, stuff. Yeah, his skills were definitely better than Barry Hall, but Barry Hall was the... He was a highlight reel, and he was a forward and a premiership captain, which got him over the line. So if you, you know, if more you cap- premierships for Chappie. Doesn't matter if you captain one. Yeah, that's I mean, all right. You're set we'll, for life. We'll agree to disagree. All right, okay. number two. You can't disagree with this. This is Chris Judd. Yeah. Two. He was strong and bald. <laughs> His name speaks for itself. Absolute class, mate. Six All-Australians, two Brownlows, five best and fairest, and a premiership captain. And yep. obviously his best days were at West Coast when he did have a little bit of hair, but he still <laughs> played well at Carlton when he went bald. Oh, for sure. So, for sure. what a champ. Number one. Adrian Cox. Has to be. Oh, it was close. He was really close, Has Adrian Cox. Nathan Eagleton. Oh, close. I was going to go Eagleton. Oh, Who geez. else you got? Gordon Meredith. No, just missed <laughs> out. I've gone Gary Ablett, the little master. Yeah. Could go down as the best player ever, I think. Two premierships, two Brownlows, best and fairest awards, goal kicking awards, he's done it all. You love him. He always he always <laughs> plays well against the Hawks. For sure. Gaza, the best yep. bald battler. Probably the first one of those five players to go bald at such a young age as well, you reckon? Was he the first? Oh, no, no, probably Chappie. No, I said Chappie. He had a weird receding hairline at the start of his career, Chappie. But then, yeah. Uh, Wait, does Buddy count as bald? No, no he's, he's got shaved hair. head. He's not bald. Um, okay. Gaz, yeah. I mean, and Andrew McLeod, was, he shaved his head. He wasn't mm. completely bald. Like, he was... Yeah, like, yeah, was these choice. are balding players. Yeah, this is... Yeah, they've gone completely bald. Like, they've... You know, they don't yeah. have a choice. They cannot grow hair at yeah, all. Yeah. Only facial hair yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, th- surely that's an okay list. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that, no that's a pretty solid list. Right. I would have put Chapman, maybe three. Yeah. Um, well, we can't always agree on everything. Yeah, I and I would have thrown in Adrian Cox in there as well. Yeah, I'll probably would. Maybe ahead of Chris Judd. But, <laughs> yeah, <no>. probably. <laughs> I'd say so. Nico, yeah. thanks for joining me today. No, thank you. Thank you, James. <laughs> no worries. You were good today. That's that, right. Oh, it was good today. Thanks. Thanks for the compliments. Um, guys, thank you for joining us on the show. Hashtag 40 Mates Podcast. Get involved. Tweet us everything. Tweet us abuse. Nick loves the abuse when you I send do. it his way. I do. I get pretty rolled up. Nathan so Weller careful. didn't tweet today, which was disappointing. Yeah, I probably went too hard on him last week. You probably. You've shut him up a bit. But uh, get involved, Nathan. Get involved, everyone. Um, and until next time, take care of yourselves. <laughs>